Hello class and welcome to the 11th episode of A Plus Anime. I am your teacher, Ian Prichel, and this is my TA this week, Nato Johnson. Now, Nato is freaking out because we explicitly said to not call it the 11th episode, <laughs> but chronologically, it's the 11th episode. I know. He didn't let me finish before he visually freaks out, and this is the audio medium, so it's kind of hard to describe his actions but on this show we take the top rated anime and test them to see if they get an a plus or an f and we try to learn a little bit in the process now on today's podcast on our chronologically 11th episode we'll be discussing our first season of a plus anime yay we made it 10 whole episodes not counting this one and we just wanted to talk about all the anime we've watched and which ones we liked and which ones we didn't like and kind of give our general thoughts about how this show this podcast has been going so if you want to follow along with us at home then go to myanimelist.net and follow along show by show with us so now as we usually do before the show actually gets into the meat and potatoes we talk about you know what we've been working on and what we've been continuing to work on throughout the few past few months so nato Anything new besides Four Yanks, One Aussie? Anything, any personal projects you've been working on? Uh, yes, the personal project is actually getting really close to uh, finishing. I might be uh, releasing something uh, preview-ish next week, hopefully. And then mm-hmm. make, okay. and then try and get it the, out the week, uh, episode one out the week after. Okay, cool. Are you excited about that? Is that like... Are you excited for that to finally be done? Because yes. I know you've been working yes. on that for a really I've, long time. I've, I've had to cut stuff. I got. I, I understand, like, developers, like, oh, what's it called? Something. Uh, Crunch time? No, you know, uh, what's the name? Creep. When they put keep trying to put, come up with new ideas. Ah, uh, um, feature creep. Yeah, feature creep. I was getting feature creep majorly with it. And I'm just like, I'm cutting myself off. I'm like, look, get your first couple of episodes out. Then you can put all the stuff in that you want to put in and stuff. So, yeah. I mean, the thing is you're motivated. This is something you're really passionate about. And again, this is the, am I I allowed to say what it is? Like at least basically the subject of what it is or no? All right. Okay. So this is your D and D show that you've been working on. You've been putting your time into. So guest starring. It's something you're very passionate about. You're in it. Yeah. I'm in it, baby. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm a character in this, in this show, I had a lot of fun doing the first few episodes, and I'm excited for people to see my poor attempt at dungeon dungeoning and dragoning. So yeah. I'm excited for that to come out. But uh, other than that, you also are working on some video stuff, aren't you? Yeah. I, well, with with the project, I'm also considering a live version of that as well. So that's in progress and stuff like that, getting the first set of guests for the one shot for that, hopefully. And then, yeah. yeah, some video stuff, hopefully, to do with anime. Describing some of the nice. just just topics and small things that we've brought up about anime that you might need a bit of more education on just for newer, like, anime viewers and stuff like that. Just a, like, like tournament arcs. That's a one we've br- brought up a million times. That would be a good thing to expand on and just show examples in things like Naruto and even Bleach and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. And, like, that's kind of, 
you know, I mentioned it at the top of the show. I said this is our first season, our season finale, essentially, our season wrap-up. And with the beauty of a new season comes new possibilities. So this new season, hopefully, we'll be doing more video stuff. Exactly. It's endless. So maybe we'll be doing more video stuff, hopefully more informational stuff for you guys. So anyone who likes this show, be excited because we might be making some more on-camera stuff this summer. So get pumped for that. So now on to me, what I've been working on. So I also have been working on video stuff, but I'm... It is based on anime a little bit, but also connecting anime to other products. Uh, And right now I'm working on a video that connects a certain anime property with uh, with Marvel movies in a way that I don't think a lot of people expect. I sent you a script about it earlier this week, yep. and I'm excited to see how that goes. Hashtag half my idea. Just saying. It, hey, it, no, that's that's a fact. That is a fact. It is half your idea. But that's the beauty of collaborating with me is that I steal all your stuff. Yeah. And I, I say it's my idea. So, yeah, that's that's the beauty of it. So... Other than that, just doing some video stuff. I'm trying to just have fun this summer and make as much stuff as possible. So, because yeah, you're be about to go out for some new anime content, good old states of America. I am actually. So, uh, for people that, if you don't know, um, I live in Japan and I work as a teacher. And this year, uh, I'm actually changing my position at work. I'm no longer working as a teacher. I'm actually going to be a student. So. I have been formally accepted into a Japanese school, and I'm going to be learning Japanese for the next year in, in, uh, in, in Tokyo, yeah. Uh, I mean, I already live in Tokyo, so it's not that big of a change, uh, but hopefully for... I, I know if you're listening, you're like, wait, how does, what does this have to do with me, right? I'm, I'm just listening to the show. What does this guy learning Japanese have to do with me? Well, person, cynical person listening to the show... Uh, <laughs> With that, with me learning Japanese comes more insight into the anime industry and more insight into anime in general. So hopefully I can use those skills that I will build up over the course of this year to just bring you more interesting stuff into the Japanese world and into the Japanese way of life. Even so, learning like, yeah. like people love puns. So do the Japanese, but there's only certain like yeah. Japanese puns that only work if you know the language. It's hard to translate that into a different, into an Australian, like a English version of that pun so learning japanese you understand more jokes and stuff like that that would be going on in a uh, non-translated subbed anime yeah i mean yeah i hope so i mean that's that's the the grandiose goal i have is to understand puns more of the anime that i love (laughs) and puns exactly yeah um but yeah so uh hopefully by the time you are listening to this, we will have a big episode list of our first season episodes. So if you missed an episode or you didn't know what the anime was, we'll have a nice uh, picture document you look you can look at that encapsulates our entire first season. You can check that out hopefully on OKBeast.com when you hear this episode. And other than that, I've just been working on stuff for this this show and then also stuff for OKBeast. So you know, keep checking out OKBeast and also. Keep checking out Four Yanks One Aussie because that's an awesome show that you should keep your eyes on. So, any feedback, please tweet us at OKBeastNow with the hashtag A plus anime, or you can email me at ian at OKBeast.com. And of course, if you have a minute, please leave us a review on iTunes because it helps us and it helps other people find the show and check out great anime. So, now, Nato, have you been watching anything new this week? Yeah, I tried to because, like, I had like I told you the last couple of weeks I watched uh, what was it, uh, Grimgar, Fate, and Ash, and blah blah blah, and then also Re Zero. So I had a real like craving for 
nearly fantasy and stuff like that. So I tried two of the new uh, anime that have come out with this new summer slash winter season. And yeah, I wasn't impressed with either of them. I was so disappointed. Really? You weren't, you weren't, you weren't like enraptured by RE0. Or no, RE, no, is it zero or no, no, zero which one is it? That, I've watched two new ones trying to fill okay. the gap after RE0 because like I wanted more of RE0. But season two is okay. not animated yet, so. Um, but I watch uh, Katsugeki Token Arenbu, which is like, which one is that one? Oh, that's like people in the future that like, they're near, have, did you ever watch the movie Time Cop with like Sylvester Stallone? No, I've never, I've no idea what you're talking about. All right, about. so it, a point in the future where time travel becomes possible, but they, this, the, like a police agency gets set up to stop people messing with time and stuff like that. So people don't mess with time and like go back in time and like make themselves super rich or make Hitler win or something like that. So that that's, okay. that's Time Cop. So this is technically the Japanese version of that. And it's like... Them going through time, hmm. like the first episode is about them trying to stop somebody trying to kill like one of the emperors of Japan during like the sh- like Eo- Edo period and stuff like that. But then yeah. they kind of got powers, but they don't, and they're still using like samurai swords. So I don't understand. Yeah, but it, yeah, okay, it was sort of good until like right at the end like their boss rocks up and he brings like five different people with him and it's just like yeah this was way too much hmm okay yeah so japanese time cop sounds fun again i've never seen the original movie that you're referencing but yeah time travel always seems to be a thing that seems like iffy with us like we tried watching Steins Gate wasn't really for us because it was too confusing. So maybe just maybe we're not time travel guys. Nada. No, it was just there was just nothing in there to keep me like hooked to want make me watch the second episode. All right. Yeah. And okay. then, so anything else? Or? Uh, oh, God. Uh, Sayuki Reload ba- Blast, which was like it looks like aliens kind of come down t- during the Edo period. I don't know what's with people messing. Isn't that also, isn't also that the title, isn't that like the premise of Gintama? Cause I know that yeah. there's like aliens and but, okay, okay. But this one looks like a more serious version, but then like, yeah, it doesn't explain too much. And then apparently I just found out, like, I think the other day found out it's a, like a sequel, but not a sequel, but it seems like I'm missing too much that I'm going to have to go back and watch this, the like, spiritual success uh, like prequel to it and i'm just like no nah, this is too much effort next anime so yeah there's my two failed hmm. anime this so week. so on on that topic on a like on that related topic you have no problems dropping an anime if you didn't like it for like a few episodes <sighs> yes and no usually when it's slow times i'll I'll give it a few more episodes, but like at the moment where it's the new season of new episode, uh, new anime coming out, like I'd rather just jump onto something that people are saying, yeah, this is really good at the moment. Hmm. Okay. So you're, you, so again, like I'm trying to compare it to my proclivities, right? And like what I usually do is I watch what is recommended to me or I watch the anime that is connected to the manga that I'm currently reading. Cause again, I I've mentioned before on the show that I'm a big manga reader yeah. and so like besides you, I don't have many other anime fans recommending me stuff. So like I'm watching Boku no hero when I can, I'm watching some of Boruto when I can. Um, 
but yeah, like I'm just curious as to like how the thought process is for you well, when it comes to choosing it's, anime it's and like how do you with move the manga on? thing here? Because the only way I'm, I get a manga here in Australia is if it's super popular already around the world and the anime is doing well, so they've decided to bring the manga here. So okay, so like, your your acquisition of it is completely different than mine. Yeah, I would not be able to get a manga until it's the anime is popular. So then by then I already know mm. the anime is popular, so I just watch the anime. All right. I mean, that makes sense. But again, back to the thing before, you have no problem just dropping something yep. if, it, if, you, if you're not into it. I, okay. I, le- I leave it on I, my I queue for guilt. a while so I can come back and mm-hmm. just make sure. Ah, okay, okay. Like, I, I always feel a little bit of guilt because, again, I, I don't watch anime that often um, besides this show, which is one of the reasons why we created this show. Um, so I feel guilty when I start something and I don't finish it. And I, I usually am like a completionist when, a completionist when it comes to that sort of stuff. So I was just curious as to what your thoughts were on that. Well, I like this stuff that I want to go back from what we've reviewed this season to watch. So I might just go watch those things like uh, Descending Stories and Mushishi and stuff like that. Yeah, th- those are things I definitely want to come back yeah. to. Like 100% I want to go back to. But I can't go back until Common Rider is finished. And that is going to parlay into my week. So this week, since I'm going to be on a plane for eight hours, I decided to download. I just told you this. I downloaded all of JoJo Season 3. So I'm going to be (sighs) watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Season 3. And for some context, I've watched Season 1 of this show. So it's like, weird. So like season one or like series one, like original Jojo himself or like, okay. So Jojo, Jojo season one follows the first Jojo okay. and Jojo okay. is like, yeah. So like Jojo follows multiple characters over multiple generations and the story evolves each season to include different stuff. So the first season or the first manga arc is like a vampire story. Yeah. And then it involves characters who can manipulate solar energy in their body and fight using solar energy and i forget the exact name i think it's called uh i I forget the name of the fighting style but essentially they they manipulate solar energy to fight these vampires it's like vampires and zombies and stuff and then season two is uh is set in so that is set in japan that first season no 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 it's not set in england actually um and then season two is set in america and it follows the son or the the son or the grandson of the original character from season one. And then season three. And, and then so, yeah, so season two, like, is more grounded. They use guns and they also still use that solar power that I mentioned earlier. And they're fighting these people called the Pillar Men, which are these, like, ancient god people. It's, it's very confusing. And it's kind of a continuation of that vampire storyline. And then season three is, like, a whole different thing. And it, they include stand powers, which are these like weird Yu-Gi-Oh summons, essentially that that follow them around. And it's and it, that I think is when it started to get really, really popular. And that's like where a lot of people say, if you've never seen it, watch that episode and then go back. But I've already watched season one and two, so I'm I'm checking this out. And you're shaking your head at me because you're not a JoJo fan. So no, I have this mate that is like obsessed. With Jojo, like Jojo Bizarre Adventures is just like his thing. And like he's been getting, trying to get me in it since season one, like original Mm. Jojo. And I'm like, I've watched, gone in and watched episodes so many times and I'm like, nah, too crazy. The thing is, it's, it's, it's a very like, 
show you need to be in the mood for, right? Yeah. Like, I, I can watch Boku no Hero Academy, even though I don't watch the anime often. I can watch that anytime. Like, I don't need to be in a certain mood because that, like, the way that show is formatted, I like the format, right? But JoJo is this weird thing that is, like, half comedic. And, like, the only way that you really become a part of that scene is if you buy in yeah more so than any other anime you need to buy into the jojo thing because people are doing crazy poses people are saying like uh like red hot chili pepper <laughs> like because again if you don't watch the show every like stand which is like their powers they have they're named after popular bands of different eras so the first stand i think is called star platinum and then like other stands are named after popular bands of the time. And you hear the Japanese voice actors try and say English words in a funny way or not a funny necessarily, but like in a strange way for Americans or, or Westerners to hear. And it becomes this thing where they're doing these crazy poses and they're saying like, and it becomes like almost a meme, but you need to buy into the meme a hundred percent or else you're going to just think it's a big joke. So but then again, that's what anime is, is buying in as, mu- as much as you can and like being along for the ride. Right. So continue off of that. Speaking of things that are memes, unless you buy into it, uh, I'm finishing up Kamen Rider. The most recent season, Exade is finishing up uh, within, I think, the next month. And they're introducing the new rider, which is going to be Kamen Rider Build. And if you don't know what that is. Uh, so Kamen Rider is a tokusatsu style show, which means like a live action show. And like it's like live action CGI, and pretty much what Common Rider is is it is a Power Ranger style show that is a little bit more serious, turned up and to has 10. a little bit higher, yeah, exactly, turned up to ten, and has a little bit higher production value in some parts, and it's cool. In some parts, I'm saying, it. some <laughs> parts of Common Rider have higher quality than like I'm saying for most Westerners, right? Yeah, like when you think. Power Rangers, right? You think like middle of the road, but some things in Common Rider have really high quality. They're cool. The stories are usually super goofy, but also really serious. And it's an awesome show. We should start a Common Rider podcast. We're not going to. Um, and then just other random things on TV I've been watching. So you are also a fan of Common Rider, so you can't even talk when you you're like giggling at me, like ha ha ha. He's watching Common Rider. You you're one of the people that no, told me to watch Common Rider like- Double. High production value is like the like the bottom of the run that I'd think to like describe Carmen Rider. For a Power Rangers show, I think it's pretty high production value. Some of the the graphics in the show are pretty cool. Like the style of the show is pretty cool. I'm not. It's not Captain America Civil War or anything, <laughs> but like for like a kids TV show, I think it's pretty up there. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. So if you haven't watched Common Rider, go. Give it a shot. I swear, you know, come in with that anime mindset. Come in thinking, all right, this is going to be live action anime, and then you'll be completely fine. But don't set the bar too high. So now since we've talked about what we've been doing this week, I want to actually break down, since this is our anniversary or like season finale episode, right? I want to break down each episode that we've been through, episode one through ten, and just we're gonna, I'm going to say the titles and I'm going to let you just say your first thing that comes to mind when it comes to these episodes, right? So our episode one was Full Metal Alchemist. And again, for people that don't remember, Full Metal Alchemist is a shonen fantasy magic drama style show. It was our first episode and it featured the two brothers, Edward and Alphonse, and they were in a fantasy world and there's like government issues and there was tons of magical things going on. There's lots of drama. 
NATO, what did you think of Full Metal Alchemist? Oh, Full Alchemist, it, it, it's still, even after reviewing all these ones, it's like, yeah, top, top anime I recommend for new and old people easily. Like, yeah, just it's just a simple idea of two boys trying to find the Philosopher's Stone to bring back their mum from the dead. And it just evolves into this, like, political drama between, like, clashing countries and then just, like, the horrors of war. And, yeah, it's just amazing. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is amazing. I completely agree with you. And also, I don't know if this is topical or not, but with that show, were they referencing the Middle East? Like, oh, yeah. Israel, yeah. Israel, Jerusalem, yeah. Iran, all that sort of stuff. They were? That was, like, yeah, a topical scars, thing that they were talking from, about? Yeah, like an area that's very similar to like a Middle East area that gets wiped out by a first world country coming in to try and quell problems. And then a lot of Scar's like story is like the mindset of nearly a terrorist and stuff like that and exploring. Yeah. 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 When I first watched the show, I was pretty young. I was like in the, I was like, I think the first or second year of high school. So because you've you've only seen non brotherhood, haven't you? I've seen Full Metal Alchemist original. Yeah, because full original to its completion. Original, they keep it in the same kind of country. In Brotherhood, they go outside the country and they bring in other like uh, characters will come in from like the eastern, like nearly like Asia countries. Yeah, yeah, I've seen episodes where eight quote unquote Asian characters come in and like do their like different things than the other characters. Yeah, so. Yeah, I, can, I, I don't think we even talked about that in our episode, but there is, like, tons of, like, Middle Eastern undertones later in the show. So if you're into a show that that takes itself seriously and takes the, like, global climate seriously, go back to that. I think it's worth your time, especially for someone. I'm not a huge history guy. I'm not a huge, like, political guy. But there's tons of interesting political factoids in that show that I think an adult can appreciate. For so sure. Our, yeah, so episode two was Gintama. Our black and sheep. Exactly. And, and Gintama is a comedy. It is very Japanese, and it is very topical Japanese Fourth wall pun, breaking. Fourth wall breaking, Deadpool-style comedy. So now, Nato, tell me your thoughts looking back on Gintama. What were your general thoughts? Oh God, I, I still want to give it, uh, like, another shot, because I keep hearing people say, like, Gintama's the, the anime with the worst first episode, and we only... L- watched that first episode so i want to go back and at least give episode two and three a chance because apparently it's good because like as, uh, I, I'm, as, I'm very surprised that you're saying that too like when we first had that episode you were very much like fuck this so i'm done with this thing never again and then now you see this is the beauty of coming back on our our, te- our 11th episode our anniversary episode is that you know we've had some time to breathe and we've had some time to think about each episode that we've seen so you're you're actually coming back with the thought yeah, of like, hey, the, we're gonna there's, there's give it a second There's some great shot. anime like reviewers and wet and YouTube shows and stuff like that that all say that Gintama's first episode is like one of the worst in all anime history and stuff like that. Like, how, how about you cite how about you cite your sources here? Who do who's who's saying it's oh, a good it show? Mother's base. No, I, no, they were just saying the first episode doesn't really, uh, like represent the rest of the show. How like production value? Like Mother's Basement does an episode about like. For uh, like how you can tell that anime is good from its first episode, and then during that spiel, he talks about Gintama is like one of those shows that's like the rare one where like you shouldn't judge it on its first episode and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, okay. So, so. again, for people that don't know, uh, Mother's Basement is a popular anime YouTuber, 
and he goes really in depth on like very small things in anime. Like for example, he broke down almost scene by scene in like one of the first um, death note trailers. And he broke down each scene and kind of compared it to the original anime and manga and like gave his personal thoughts on it. And it was uh, it was a very good video. So yeah, Jeff Thu is his real name. Mother's basement, Canadian guy, super, super great content, super great stuff. If you want to get more in depth, on anime stuff, check him out. I, I definitely think he's a good YouTuber for anime. Um, now, my thoughts on Gintama, I, I just recently thought about, you know, like I'm, I'm trying to learn Japanese. I'm trying to get more into that world. And Gintama is the perfect example of a show that is almost too Japanese for the Western audience. And I'm not surprised that it's not super popular in America. Because again, like we said before, a lot of those jokes are Japanese-centric. They are kind of hard to translate. And... Like NATO said, I think I want to come back to it eventually, like when I know more about the culture and when I know, like when I can speak more clearly on everything. Because right now I've, I like have these negative thoughts towards it, but I, when I have more of an idea of like what they're talking about, I, I want to jump back in as well. So now our episode three was Stein's Gate. Now, for those who don't remember, Stein's Gate is a sci-fi mystery thriller that follows a scientist or multiple scientists that are kind of like dropouts that are kind of like losers in a way, but then like apparently time travel becomes a, a very key component and it's a thrilling and interesting show. And now Nato, we watched that a while ago, but what are your thoughts? So Stein's Stein's like I can compare Gintama to like our black sheep, but I'll compare Stein's as to like that, that guy in class that would like sit in the corner and like be, Oh, you'd be like, Oh, he's so mysterious and cool. But like, he didn't impress me straight up. And like hmm. Steins Gates always is such just such a mystery because like it had those like nearly lost kind of like hooks in it like where we'll give you a whole bunch of questions and we're probably not going to answer them to right till the last episode and stuff like that and with time travel hmm. it always gets really wibbly wobbly as the Doctor Who's would say. Um, so you never know what, where that storyline could go. So and I love, I love time travel stuff. So hmm. I'll have to see. Yeah. Like I completely agree with that analogy you gave of like the mysterious guy in the back of the classroom. Like when we were watching it, I was really intrigued, but like, I felt there were, there wasn't enough for me to go back. Like it wasn't a thing where, Again, like you said, it was a lot of questions, right? It, it reminded me a lot about Lost when I first watched it. Yeah. Like that first episode, it's a good first episode, but it doesn't like, it didn't sink my teeth or didn't make me want to sink my teeth into the rest of the episodes. And like, I imagine this would be a good show to watch like with you and your friends. Like maybe once a week you get together, you watch one episode of Steins Gate and then you like talk about like, holy shit, what does that mean? Or like watch it with a group of people. Or even or, like, this with would be someone good one else. to just stream straight from start to finish straight away. But I'm saying with someone else is yeah. what I'm saying. I think that, like, the component of being with somebody and, like, theorizing and, like, talking about it, I feel like that is a big component that would help this episode a lot. And I feel like that would be a good part of the show. So, yeah, like, I, I feel like I want to come back to it eventually. But right now, I just don't have the mental energy to deal with time travel and all these crazy things going on at once. So maybe I'll get back to it eventually. Yeah, it, did, so it didn't now, give you, like, enough of a this is what the story is going to be that I want to like invest time in. Cause I, I don't know where it's going to go at all. Like I, I don't know what the story is going to be about. 
Yeah, like I, I, it didn't, in, it didn't make me want to be invested. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, uh, which is unfortunate because it seems to be like a cool show. Yeah. So now, our next episode was Hunter Hunter, and Hunter Hunter is a shonen, shonen fighting sort of show, and this is your favorite anime. So I'm gonna let you talk about it because it's your favorite. So this go is for definitely it. my favorite shonen. Like, I'm pretty sure it's the shonen jump. But, like, in the style of, you know, like, Naruto and One Piece and all those kind of adventure shonens and all that, it is my favourite of all of it. It has... It seems to have my favourite characters from every other anime as a main character in this anime, like Killer and Gon and the two other support characters and stuff like that. Oh, man. And the tournament arc is literally straight away, so you get to see everybody fight straight away, and then that leaves you with, like, the freedom... And then, oh, man, the bad guys are some of the best bad guys you'll see in Shonen full stop. Easy peasy. I've never seen other, like, bad guys as cool as the Ant King. And then, oh, God, I can never remember the clown's name. The Ant King? That sounds like a cool-ass name. What? Yeah. The Ant King's awesome. Damn. All right. Well... I have nothing else to say. You you encapsulated my thoughts about it. Like, I thought that was a cool first episode. Again, the grand sense of adventure, it seemed like a cool thing. But the thing with me is is that my first shonen will always be my first love. Yeah. Nar- Naruto, for all its fault, for all its fault, is still my favorite shonen. But uh, I love that that blonde-haired boy. That's, a, that's another story for another day, though. So our next episode was Haikyuu, which is a sports shonen. And kind of slice of life a little bit show about kids playing volleyball. And that's about it. (laughs) It's kids playing volleyball. And it follows our main character who is a kind of like not weirdo, but he's not that good at the sport. And it shows him developing and it shows him improving over time. Hanada is his name as well. So I mean, since you talked since you talked so much about Hunter Hunter, I'm going to take the stage for Haikyuu. Haikyuu is an awesome show. And as someone who played not professional sports, but played sports in high school and played sports in the college level. I have like, I would say a deep connection with team sports. And I feel like this show more than any other illustrates what it's like to be on a team. And when you watch that show, you realize that he's not friends with everyone on the team. He like respects some people, but he's not necessarily friends with everyone. And it shows the people that are not necessarily like the best of friends can work together in a cool way. And like people that aren't necessarily like, compatible working together. And I feel like it's an interesting story. It's a heartwarming story and it shows a lot about hard work and putting that time into, you know, accomplish your dreams. And I feel like that's something that everyone can latch onto. And I feel like it, I gave it a high rating because of that. And it's one of my favorites. So positive ratings from me. So our next show after that was code Geass, And this is one of NATO's favorites. And this show Code Geass is a sci-fi future government styling mecha anime uh, about a boy who gets uh, power in an unsuspecting way and about how he kind of like overthrows the government or the process of him overthrowing the government over the course of God. multiple episodes. God, is it good? So, the, the, yeah, he, so Nato, you, you have the floor. Tell us what the show, uh, your thoughts about the show after. after so the this is, is the easiest way to describe it for people that have never watched it but are big anime fans. It's a better version of Death Note. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. He, he, the main character is on the intelligence level of uh, light, like pretty much the strategy and all that. 
And then, but he is able to like tightrope the line between becoming a villain and staying the hero while doing it for the greater good, while light in Death Note goes down the path of the villain eventually and stuff like that. Well, to be fair, that's like the story of that is Death Note's story is, yeah. is the main theme is corruption. Yeah. But and that, that's yeah, what, I understand the parallel. Yeah. He, he goes down that line and then by the end, the final episode is one of the most amazing like twist endings that sums up everything and sets everything perfectly. And you're just like, Holy moly. There was such a long game that he was playing. And yeah, you get it's Gundams, it's governments again. Oh man, it's just it's it's just an amazing, amazing. Thing. God, I. It, it's also one of the ones that I wish the first episode was a two like a an hour long episode. A two parter. Yeah, hmm. because it it killed me that you didn't watch that second episode because everything you actually properly get to see him get expanded his character and show his abilities and stuff like that. And it gives the big twist that should be in that first episode. Hmm. Okay. Like it's the, the, well, I mean, the I got some, t- I got some time over the summer, so maybe, yeah. maybe I'll come back. Yeah. Cause it's a good twist. And then it sets it up and you're like, Holy moly, this is going to be intense. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so that's definitely a recommendation from you. So our next episode after that was about Cowboy Bebop. Three, now, Cowboy two, Bebop, if you don't remember. Yeah, so Cowboy Bebop is a show that is about space. It is about bounty hunters. Cowboys. It is, a, it is about cowboys. It's, about, it's an action show. It's a space show. It's a thriller. And... Now I'm going to take the floor just because we're, we're doing ping pong back and forth. So Cowboy Bebop is animated beautifully. It's intelligently produced. It is a great show. It has great characters and it has amazing storytelling. Plain and simple. I have nothing else to tell you. It's an amazing show. It's completely worth your time. If you didn't watch that episode of us, go back, watch Cowboy Bebop, listen to our episode. We like go deep into like frame by frame what we think is important of one scene and the fact that you can pick it apart in anime like that shows how much care and how much thought the main character is literally the, yeah. Bruce Lee has a baby with Clint Eastwood. That is a good way of putting it. And I'm pretty sure you said that during our episode and I'm no, pretty I sure can, that's the exact him, same mixed, thing that I said. I mixed him with James Dean, but I'm mixing him with Clint Eastwood this time. All solid comparisons. Yeah. So our next episode after Cowboy Bebop was Your Lie in April. And Your Lie in April was a slice of life musical themed shoujo. Now, again, I don't know if I've mentioned shoujo before, but shoujo is the counterpart to shonen. And it means a girl's anime. It is an anime that is framed more for girls, maybe more romantic themed. So what were your thoughts about Your Lie in April, Nato? I like it. I, I think I liked it more than I would normally like it just because I was in the mood for that kind of anime at the time. But it's yeah. it's, it's not usually the anime that I – it's not because not it's for girls or anything like that. I watch – I like crazy – I like shonen. Like I, I know girls can watch shonen and boys can watch uh, shoju, but like I'm a stereotype. Like I love my shonen. So – yeah, there, there are there are some like uh, Orin High and stuff like that that have always got my heart. But uh, yeah, it's not really my type of anime. 
Yeah. But and like going back to what you said, it that it good. was like a perfect palate cleanser for us. We had Full Metal Alchemist Shoujo, Gintama Comedy, Steins Gate, like thriller, but the main character is a guy. Hunter Hunter Shonen, Haikyuu Shonen, Code Geass Shonen style, but like more boy style. Cowboy Bebop, not Shonen, but still male centric. And then Your Lie in April was the first show that we that was really more female centric, like more, I guess, softer yeah. show. If that makes any sense. So I completely agree with you that it was a great palate cleanser. And it was, I think we both needed that show, you know, to show the diversity of anime and show that there's more out there than just dudes fighting each other. And the next two is when we get things get, things get spicy. Things get real (sighs) spicy. So the next show after your line, April was descending stories or Showa Rakugo show show when i don't have the japanese name in front of me but it's it was essentially a rakugo show and so descending stories was a storytelling drama and it was amazing i'm gonna take this one from here because i loved that show that show was so great it, it is a very human story and it has great storytelling in the show it was an hour long but it felt like 20 minutes went by it follows the story of this guy who Definitely. just gets out of prison and he while he's in prison he sees a rakugo short show or a one-man show a storytelling show and he becomes enraptured by it and he's a very simple guy so he just goes and he goes to the guy's house and he says listen let me be your apprentice i'll do anything the guy the the main other main character says sure get in the car let's go and it, it follows him and like his journey through the first few months i suppose of becoming a rakugo person and a great Japanese backstory of like a, a type of art that even I didn't know about. And I'm someone who lives in Japan. So if I don't know it, I'm, I'm not surprised that other people don't know about it. And it told what the art form was. It presented these interesting characters with a complex backstory. Like people were like human in that show. And sometimes you really don't see humanized characters in anime. You see these like tropey characters, but that show more than any other show showed us humans. And that's why I loved it so much. So now we get to our 10th episode, which was Mushishi. Now, Nato, hit it, buddy. It was, uh, but before you go, sorry, before you go, Mushishi is a fantasy drama that involves supernatural ghosts and a ghost hunter. And now please take it away. God. I'm just going to say what I said last episode. It is literally a water painting come to life set Mm. in a world of Japanese folklore slash fairy tales. And it was just amazing. Amazing. Like the art, the style, the music, the scenes. Oh my God. I can't wait to watch. That is definitely one I'm, I'm probably going to watch tomorrow night or tonight after I finish this. Well, there you go. That's a solid recommendation. So now that we went through each episode and kind of gave like a wrap up of how we felt, I want us to tell each other our tier list, which ones that we would say are the best. But before we do that, we are going to take a quick commercial break. But when we get back, we're going to say our tier lists. Okay, so stay tuned. Hey there, listener. Thank you so much for checking out A Plus Anime. If you like the show, there are more like it on OKBeast.com. You should check out the OKBeast podcast where Ian and Blessing talk video games and more. Also, check out the OKBeast YouTube channel for all the nerdy content that your heart can possibly take. Thank you for listening and suck mod. All right, and we are back. And here we are, NATO and I, and we are going to tell you guys our tier lists for our first 10 episodes of a plus anime. So I'm a gentleman. So I'm going to let NATO go first. So NATO, tell me your 
number one through number 10 of each episode. And if I dispute you in any way, I will call you out and I will say if you are right or wrong. So go for it. All right. See, I've done my list a little bit different because if it was my personal list, I probably wouldn't put Mushishi as high as I did. But I'm doing this as a list of suggesting it to, like what our show is, suggesting it to new and uh, older uh, older fans and stuff like that. So I started with Mushishi on top. That God, the, there's nothing more I can say about that episode. It was so beautiful. I can't wait to watch more. Uh, next up, Cowboy Bebop. As I said on the episode, it has been my ringtone since the day I watched that anime, and it's still to this day. It is beautiful sounding. It's beautiful looking. It's sci-fi and western combined in one show with the with a main character that is cooler than cool because he's ice cold. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> oh my god. Um, next up is Hunter Hunter and Full Metal Alchemist. I put them nearly the same because the. When you anime's big tropes are the long run, long running like shonen animes and stuff like that, your Naruto's and One Pieces and stuff like that. These two are probably my top two of all of the shonen I've ever watched: Hunter x Hunter and Full Metal. Full Metal, Full Metal is a lot more uh, adulter with the fantasy and sci-fi and stuff like that, and Hunter x Hunter is just it does all the tropes of a shonen arcs and everything just beautifully done. And as I said, beautiful characters. Like, I love all the main characters. All right, next down is Descending Stories. I have mine a little bit lower than you do. I, I think I f- with Descending Stories, I think I liked it a lot more in the same style that I liked your line in April. It was just I needed that pen- palette cleansers, so... I rated it a lot more higher when we listened to that episode, but thinking back now, I wouldn't suggest it as higher to people down the track and stuff like that. It's unless people want to learn about that kind of stuff, it's not an anime I would suggest straight up to people. Okay, okay, that's fair. All right, and Code Code Geass is my next on the list. Yeah, that's just an amazing look into the stories animes can tell about like just plot twists and story and governments and, and it's also it's big mechs. That's like yeah. when a lot of people think about anime, they think mechs and the way they slip mechs into this is a lot better done than Gundam usually does it. Where like fair. Gundam likes to focus around their mechs. This is just a side things. Mechs are in it. Haiku up is up next. That's, I really love it, but it it got to a point where it's too grounded for me sometimes. Like, I like a bit of out-there-ness in my animes and haiku. That I love it so much. It, every, it does everything else right, but for me it sometimes gets too grounded that I wish it was a bit more flary. More out there, yeah. Yeah. But that's also a good thing for people that don't want that in anime that's a good way to show them that they can do these kind of styles of things without being too out there. But mm. for me, oh. I like being out there. Uh, your lie in April is next on the list. It's a beautiful slice of life. It was nice music, nice looking characters. I don't know when I'm going to go back to that at the moment. So that's why it's a little lower in the list. Steins gates on number nine. 
uh, yeah, it's I don't know. Like, I want to go back to it, but I don't know where the story's going. It didn't tell me where the story is going, so I don't want to invest more time in it because it might go in a direction where I don't care. Yeah. And then bringing up number 10 where it's Gintama kind of showed me where it's going, where it's going to be this fourth wall breaking kind of thing. And I'm like, that's really hard to just suggest to somebody if they haven't seen a lot of anime. Like Mm. it makes fun of the tropes of anime and manga and stuff like that, where especially for our new list, like viewers, it's not a strong thing to break them off on. Mm. Okay. Yeah. These, again, these are list. all fair. The, these, this is a very NATO list to me. Hunter Hunter <laughs> being your number three is very, very NATO of you. So NATO already talked a lot about each of his picks. I'm just going to go de- through mine. But before I even say that, I want to say that almost every show we've watched this season, our like first season of the show, has been really good. Like The power levels are like percentage-wise, like 2% off for me. So when you hear this list, don't think like, oh man, Ian hates Steinsgate. Ian hates Hunter Hunter. No, like it's like very, very minuscule amounts. Between no, the he two absolutely of them. hates Hunter Hunter. I mean, I don't love <laughs> it. But anyway, so, so my number one is Mushishi and I gave that an S plus. Obvious reasons we talked a lot about it. We already gushed a lot about it on this show. Number two is Cowboy Bebop. I gave that an S. Number three is uh, Sen, Senwa Rakugo or Descending Stories. I gave that an S as well. Uh, my number four is Haikyuu. I gave that an A. Uh, number five is Your Lion April. Gave that an A as well. Again, it's something that we needed, I think. I think I really needed that palate cleanser, like you said. And it was just something different. And again, beautifully, beautifully animated, great color scheme. And I think it, it told a good story. Uh, now, number six, and this is going to surprise a lot of people, is Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Now, if you're angry at me over there, over the radio waves, don't be too mad. I still gave it an A. I loved it. But again, I've seen many shonen. I've seen, I've seen the other series. This is this is based off of the first show, Full Metal Alchemist. No Brotherhood, just normal. So I kind of already went into the show already knowing the characters, and I wasn't as surprised as like I was with Mushishi, where I had no idea anything about it, and I was very pleasantly surprised when I saw it. So so don't get too mad. So now under that is Hunter Hunter. Gave it an A minus. Loved it. It was cool. But again, I've seen a lot of Shonen stuff, so I wasn't too blown away. Under that, Code Geass. Gave that a B plus. Now again, interesting. I do want to go back to it. I did like it, but I didn't like I it as much as the one. I reckon that will easily go up to an A after you watch that second episode, though. Well, maybe <sighs> I'll watch that second episode. I know. So and then after that is Steins Gate for the same reason that NATO said. I didn't. It didn't really hook me. It was mysterious, but not not like that good at hooking me overall. And then number 10 is Gintama. We've talked about that a lot. So now that we've talked about our top picks, uh, before the show, I asked you about your top picks and then I kind of like extrapolated some information about you and about what types of stories you like. So NATO's top three picks are Mushishi, Cowboy Bebop and Hunter Hunter. And based off of that, what I think NATO likes, and you can tell me if I'm wrong or not, is you like a sense of a grand adventure. You like good world building you like storytelling. You like good graphical style and animation quality. Am I right? Yeah, for sure. Grand Adventure is just NATO, full stop. I love it. I love a big adventure. Like, that's why I like Naruto and all these, like, the ones that you usually don't try and get people into because there's, like, 900 episodes. I see 900 episodes and I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> I just realized that 
what I did with this is that I like did a psychological profiling of you based off of your top three picks. And I feel weird yeah. now. That's fine. <laughs> and then my top three were Mushishi, Cowboy Bebop, and Descending Stories. And the, based off of that, what what I like thinking to myself what I enjoy and what I prefer in anime is I like great storytelling and I like a unique art style. And all three of those have a unique, high-quality art style, and they all focus more than anything on storytelling, either with their scenes or with their characters and their writing. And that's what I value, I think, the most in anime. And, yeah. Do you agree? Do you disagree? As someone who knows me, do you agree on those things? You like a story better than a big adventure, for Mm. sure. All right. Because pretty now, much all those top yeah. threes are nearly individual. Oh, no, Descending Stories is a long run. But, like, Cowboy Bebop and Mushishi are, like, you can nearly watch them as single episodes rather than a huge arc. And kind of enjoy them for what they are. Mm. Yeah. Well, boys, boys and girls, anime fans out there, we did it. We made it to 10-plus episodes, and this is our little anniversary show. So I want to take a quick moment to say thank you so if you have been listening to the show and if you got this far in our anniversary episode i appreciate you for putting the time in to listen to this and going on this little journey with us you know i love anime i'm a huge fan of anime and i love talking about things critically so i wanted to say thank you both to the people listening and also to nato so nato thank you for coming with me and enjoying this little adventure we have with anime do you have anything to say nato on our anniversary episode Thanks for coming along. I've learned a lot more than I thought I would. Have you ever learned anything, Nato? Some some people, when they meet you, that they argue that you've never learned anything in your life. That you you were born with all of the knowledge you ever needed. Is this true or no? Dude. No. You definitely learn stuff. The moment you stop learning is the moment you die. There you go. That's a philosophical quote you got right there from Nato. So, again... For those of you guys listening out there, this is the end of our season one. We are going to come back with season two after the summer, most likely. But the next few episodes are going to be a little bit of one-offs. We're going to talk about some of our favorite anime. We're going to talk some about like NATO's favorite, my favorite. That not is not necessarily in line with our original list, but we're going to use the summertime to just talk about maybe some things that are current, maybe like Boku no Hero Academy, or maybe some of our old favorites, like my favorite anime is Gurren Lagan. And guess what? That's what we're watching next week. And that's our next episode is Gurren Lagan. So for next week, your homework is Tengen Topa Gurren Lagan. And it's on Netflix right now. So if you have Netflix, go check that out. If not, I think it's on Crunchyroll. Is it NATO? I don't know in America. In, in Australia, it's not. It's on Anime Lab. So okay. I just sub- subscribed to Anime Lab today so I can watch Gurren Lagann. Nice. So if you are on American Netflix, it is definitely on American Netflix, so check it out. So again, it's Tengen Topa Gurren Lagann, one of my favorite anime of all time. And that is going to be our episode for next week. So, Nato, you know, what do we say every week when everything's all said and done? What do we say? Love each other and watch some anime. This has been A Plus Anime. I am Nito. I am Nito. I am I am Ian and Nato fused together. I am Nito. I am Ian. That was Nato. Thank you for listening. Love each other and watch anime. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Next time on A Plus Anime, Nato continues to be Australian. And Ian realizes he loves sports anime a little too much. What anime will they review next? Find out next time on A Plus Anime.